Hi, it's Nat. And Matt. And you're listening to Everything. And Fucking Anything. Available wherever you get your podcast. Well, hi, Matt. How's it going, Nat? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you know, same shit, different day. Oh, really? <laughs> not, not actually. No, you're quite happy today. Quite happy, bubbly, doing it. Yeah. Feeling good? I am. Are you excited about this episode? I really am. What's yeah. this episode about? It's going to be about relationships. Relationships. Yes. Um, there's so many things that we could talk about this. This is actually a topic that Matt and I, I would say, if I had to kind of think about all the topics we talk about, this would be the one that's been spoken the most. In like private conversation. Yeah, yeah definitely in private conversations for so many different reasons. And as we were kind of just, again, thinking about what is it that we want to talk about, this one came up because there's so many different things that we are going to say. And I know that in the future, we'll probably create more episodes about this because there's so many topics under the umbrella of relationships. Um, So, yeah, we got Valentine's Day coming up, which is this will probably get released Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. So for those who are maybe not doing anything on Valentine's Day and hanging out with us. Cool. Hey, welcome to the show. (laughs) It's okay. Yeah. You don't need a Valentine's to get uh, through this day. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with that date at all, to be honest. But especially if you're single, like, I don't think hmm, it, it's really about how you kind of look into it. I think it's a great day, but I don't think it's a day that has to be celebrated in the way that it is, to be honest. Um, but at the end of the day, love is love, and that's a great thing. What's your viewpoint, actually, on Valentine's uh, Day? Valentine's Day? Not necessarily. I mean, look. Valentine's Day, the way that it's structured, is a uh, scam. It's sort of a spend oodles amount of money um, on your significant other mm-hmm. and show them love and appreciation that should be shown and mm-hmm. you know on a regular basis. So I don't know. I don't think it's. I think it's kind of dumb. Like not a necessary type of thing. <laughs> it's right? not. Yeah. I mean, if you were to teach people how to love on a daily basis, the way you're telling them how to love on Valentine's Day, minus the materialism, mm-hmm. then you'd be in a much better position. I think so too, to be honest. Like, imagine if you're in a relationship that you just know it's not going anywhere or it's stagnant and it's, and then Valentine's Day shows (laughs) up and you're like, and you're seeing all these things, you're seeing people giving each other flowers and they're going on these beautiful dates and everything like the experience. And you're like, I wish I could get that right now when you're with somebody that's not into the, when the relationship isn't just going anywhere. Right. Yeah. But besides that, I do agree in a certain extent for sure that like I think it's a day where is it really necessary to be honest to celebrate love because that is something that should be celebrated in your relationship and every single relationship has its own unique different ways of expressing that, right? Every single person has their own thing and their own viewpoints on how they want to receive affection, how they see love, how they even give it, hence the five love languages for those who don't know what it is i think it's a fantastic thing to know it was created firstly for couples but then you could also you're like this when it comes to your friends and other people that are important in your life but basically it's how you view affection and whole also how you receive it or how you would like to give it i should say and um so there's five there is quality time physical touch active service gift giving and compliments yes Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation, yeah. But anyways, long story short, um, yeah, no, I just, I find that if you're in a relationship, 
figure out what is it that you guys like to not figure out what is it that you guys like to do but I think that for Valentine's Day like I'm not the type of person that has to go out on any fancy like restaurants sure I would love to receive flowers because I just love flowers but honestly I'd rather get that on a random day Mm -hmm. versus Valentine's Day and um, with me like I'm the type or sure I could like write you a card I love writing and I'll like you know write there like how I appreciate you and like all these different things but Maybe somebody might not pick that up as affection. Maybe they have their own different love language. So I would then do something else instead to show them that I appreciate them. But then do something that's like unique to the two of you, whether it is staying at home, maybe making a meal together, maybe, I don't know, maybe just spend it like a regular normal day. Um, but if I had a partner and he wanted to go out and do things for Valentine's Day, sure, for sure, okay, then I'll do it with them. But I think when you, i rather do quality time with that person and whatever it is that you guys like to do the most just let that be but I, yeah i don't when it comes, think what about um with gifts when it comes to mm-hmm. gift giving for valentine's day yeah. i don't need anything i'm no. good i don't want anything what about the giving what would you get what, what would i what's what's, give? The, what's the sort of a go-to for for women on valentine's day Oh God! I can't even say for women because I can't speak for every single one, right? No, Again, this but co- I mean, goes like down when, to when you're looking at guys and they're like, "Okay, what's your go-to?" Most guys will be like, "Oh, I don't know. You usually go to like jewelry. You go mm-hmm. to like, like most guys. What's what's the go-to for women?" You know what? This is how I am. So I can't, again, I can't speak for every single woman, but this is how I am. I kind of like to take like mental notes. Like while you're in a relationship, you obviously get to know that person, right? Mm -hmm. I like to do sentimental gifts. So I'll try. This is just how I am. So for example, let's talk about Christmas. I'm the type where I'll start to um, back in like July or June or whatever. I'll start to already think about it because I want to make sure I'm giving a gift that they'll appreciate. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's obviously gift receipts involved. I will always do that, but I'm the type where I like to do something more sentimental. So it really depends. Like for example, one time I gave somebody, they were not expecting, they were so happy. Something as simple as, so they were vegan. So I got them, we, we wanted to travel so, and he didn't have a passport case, but I didn't think of that as a gift, right? But we went to, um, we were in, where was it, Huntsville? And there was a store and they did like these customized, whether it's like notebooks, whether it's like whatever. So I saw that they had a passport case and it was made out of vegan leather. And you basically, they had this machine where you burn like their whatever you could do like a quote you could do initial whatever so I did his initials and I did his favorite animal which is it's a squirrel so I put the squirrel underneath the initials and then I did other things too but that was kind of like a customized gift and he actually loved that mm. more than anything else oh, that nice. I gave him so I'm the type where I like to do something personable and something more sentimental versus like a watch if I mean if they want a watch sure that's no problem at all in fact I like when someone in a way tells me what they like and that stuff because I don't want to be kind of guessing. Some people are really hard to shop for. It doesn't matter who, if you're a guy or a girl. Um, but yeah, no. My go-to is try to find something that's more like sentimental. Hmm. Yeah. What about you, Alex? <laughs> He's like, no, no gifts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was the most special gift that you got? Oh, actually, I know. I remember this. I would say once I have this thing where I have like a, what's the word? When you, when you like, when you like fiddle with things, sensory type of whatever. Mm-hmm. So I play with like the, the seams of my shirt. I'm doing it right now. I don't know if you can tell. Mm-hmm. Are you? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's like, there's like a subconscious thing I do. So yeah. I had an ex who took um, like a bunch of old t-shirts that had like 
the nub, I called it, on mm-hmm. it. And sewed like a bunch of little patches of t-shirts with all these nubs on it. And that was mm-hmm. the nicest gift. That was the most thoughtful gift anybody's ever given me. That is really sweet. That's nice? really, really sweet. What about you? It was the most thoughtful gift. thoughtful gift. gift. Or best gift. Best gift. Thoughtful gift, best gift. You know what? When I actually look back at my past relationships, I didn't receive a lot of gifts at all, to be mm. honest. Like one particular ex hated holidays. He was actually depressed on holidays. Hey, sounds and like I, a cop out. <laughs> so when it was, for example, like even anniversary, I said to him, like, oh like not that I, I don't think I told him what I wanted, but I asked him, like, what is he, like, you know, is there anything that you need, anything that you want? He's like, no, don't get me anything. I'm like, okay. And then the kind of the conversation started going on to the point that he said, I hate holidays. I don't like them at all. We shouldn't be celebrating them at all. I'm like, okay, so no, we have to meet in the middle here. So he told me, he's like, out of all the holidays, we could celebrate two of them. I'm like, oh. What the heck? Yeah, oh, no, even birthdays included. Oh like, he hated God. holidays. So, to be honest, I didn't receive a lot of gifts, like, when it comes to... Wow. But, actually, one, I would say probably the best would have been... I did receive this locket one time, and he did make a little, like, a letter, like, a message in there. Oh, nice. Which I think is really cute. <laughs> um, but, again, it's not because of the locket. It's the message. Yeah. So I, I'm more sentimental that way. Right. Um, so I would say that that was probably... Very nice. But I feel like maybe there must have been something else. I just can't remember from the top of my head. Mm, it's tough to remember. See, that's the thing. And mm-hmm. like, no matter how thoughtful a gift might be, yeah, people will remember them. But at the end of the day, you, you do lose track. And that's why it doesn't matter all that much. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, absolutely. See? Yeah. See? But we're going into deeper, more... <laughs> I potentially can see the fight that's ideas. in your eyes right I'm now. Ready. Let's oh, go. Ting, ting. Okay, what is it we're going to talk about now? All right, relationships now. Mm. We've discussed a little bit of the Valentine's Day, but okay, mm-hmm. there, there are two ways to look at a relationship for people yeah. our age and our, in our generation. Yeah. There are the people who are in relationships and there are the people who are not in relationships. Mm. All three of us here today are not in a relationship. Mm. We're in the dating pool, so I figure that's a good place to start. The right. status of the dating pool right now. Yeah. As a woman in the dating pool, mm-hmm. what is your take? <sighs> yeah, you may experience way more disappointment or more breakups or more, you know, things not working out, but you're not for everyone. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have more of those kinds of experiences because really, I think you're only meant to be with one or two. Like, I believe that. Yes, there's soulmates in relationships. There are also soulmates in like friends. So I, that's why I believe that there's now, there's actually a lot of different soulmates around. But for me, sure, obviously it's not like the nicest feeling when something doesn't work out. But at the same time, I do believe there is a person out there for you. And instead of like hoping and wishing and like, oh my God, when is it going to happen? I find that so many people, they put romantic love on such a pedestal. And other forms of love, like the way you are with your friends, the way you are with your coworkers, the way you are with strangers, the mm-hmm. way you are with your family. And that if you don't have a relationship that you're not going forward in life. And I think that's absolutely ridiculous. And so I don't have that kind of like I have to have I have to be with somebody at the end of the day what's more important is my relationship with myself and how I am obviously I'm always going to be a work in progress I'm not perfect at all never will be don't even want to be mm-hmm. I think it's an absolute I think it's just like a made-up word at this point um and that when the time is gonna be then that time will be 
but I enjoy it being the fact that, you know, when you're single and when you're in a relationship, you're gonna, there's going to be problems anyways. Mm-hmm. And when you're single and when you're in a relationship, there's going to be great moments. So it's how you choose to be with yourself at the end of the day, how you choose to look at it. And ultimately your own happiness comes from within. So again, when it comes back to relationships though, and dating, if it doesn't work out, like if somebody like asks you out that you're not interested in, or if whatever, like anything that's, that's going on, it's part of life. It's just part of life. And, um, that's why I don't kind of like hone on to it. I don't, it, yeah. Cause interesting. It's an that's interesting my take. That's my intake. Cause your take is, you know, I, I personally believe that your take comes from a very different experience in the dating pool. Mm-hmm. Cause you said it too. You go, if somebody asks you out that you might not be interested in, mm-hmm. but as, as a guy is in the dating pool, mm-hmm. I think we've seen a massive change in sort of women empowerment, rightfully so. Yeah. But the only, it seems, element that hasn't changed in the empowerment of women is the dating pool. It's still very much men are the suitors and women are the quote-unquote prize to be won. And yeah. we treat women and men that way. And everybody's upset about it because there's no equality in the dating pool whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But there is everywhere else. So people are think a lot of men are like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I can't walk up to a girl anymore because they don't want us to. I can't. Uh, online dating is 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 in shambles and yeah you're right you shouldn't you know attach your self-worth to dating but Mm -hmm. nobody very few i'll say women are taking the first step in initiating contact with men Mm -hmm. so when men are interested in starting a relationship the onus falls on them to make moves Mm -hmm. so you're caught somewhere between oh i'm not supposed to do this to put value on myself but if i don't do anything Mm -hmm. nothing's gonna happen Mm -hmm. that's where i find myself right but i think it's I think it's the approach at the end of it. I think it's your, it's the approach. And, um, well, you have to go in more on because you can't just say just, it's just the approach because it has Mm. to be more. Well, Well, don't get me wrong. Like I've asked guys before, but to be honest, I found that like, if a guy was interested, you could so tell when obviously someone's interested in you, like the very beginning, right? Like when you it's meet someone for the first time, it's sometimes not. it is. Sometimes you could really tell. For for As a guy, Especially, for women, women like to play this very ultra no, I'm subtle tell, I'm game. sorry. Okay. I'm talking yeah. from my perspective. When like I meet someone for the first time, you could tell if they like you or not. Oh yeah. Guys right? wear it on their sleeve. Oh, you they have do. To. They you do. Have to. But there's been moments where like I would be the one to ask and they just, Bye. I'm like, oh, did I scare them? Because <laughs> like, they say, like, I don't know. They say that when a girl asks a guy, it's like for them, they don't find that opportunity to pursue. Because a girl immediately show that she's interested. So it makes a guy not really See, put effort in. But I guess I, it really then depends per I haven't person. heard that. I would say it would catch, if someone, if a, if a woman did that to me, if she came and asked me out, I would be caught off guard because it doesn't happen. But all the guys I know who've had this conversation with all would say the same thing. Mm -hmm. I would be caught off guard because it doesn't happen. But they're not going to be like, oh, I'm intimidated. Mm -hmm. I think everybody wants to feel desired. A thousand percent. The way that the dating pool is structured right now, the only ones that we're saying are desirable are the women. And then men are not desirable. And women can pick and choose. There's an endless, there's an endless roster of men for Mm -hmm. for these women. So they're just waiting for the best one to come knocking. For the men, buddy, you're worthless until you get you know, until you can rope one in. That's I, basically the way it seems, you know? You don't think? I don't... You don't see it I that don't way? think it's a guy's not... Like, 
I don't want ever a guy to attach his worth based on the fact that we all do it, men and women. But that's I think the that's thing. That's so sad, though. But it, it, but it happens. Like, look at okay, someone like me who, even over a job, I mm. since I was a little kid, the thing I wanted was to be, you know, a husband and a father. That was like my dream. What when I was a little mm. kid, he asked me, "Well, when you grow up, what do you want to be?" That was my thing: husband and a father. So for me, the goal in life is to find happiness, have a family be the best husband I can be, whatever. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you start to get really frustrated, especially now as you get closer to your 30s and you're like, the fuck is going on? And it just seems everybody is only looking inward. Mm -hmm. Nobody's doing any kind of introspection or development. The people who are don't want anything to do with anybody else. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, I don't know. The way I see it right now is that I'm a low value prospect now but will be later once someone has had their fun and gone through the better options and they can now settle. That's how I see it. And that's how it's been explained to me from multiple people. But they that feel I, the same way? Not Well, not just yeah, from guys who are single who say that's how I feel. And then from girls who are like, oh, I'm not ready for you. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, but can I keep you on the back burner? I've had okay, that well, here's me, the thing. If so, like, well, if someone has the audacity to say something like that, do you, if somebody said that to me, Immediately, what would come to my head is, I don't want to be with you. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. that's. So, if, if somebody says that to you, I think that shows more of a character of who they are. I wouldn't even take that personally. I understand, like, yes, it's easy to, especially if it happens over and over and over again. But then exactly. I would kind of look at the qualities of all those, like, in your case, women, or to be honest, girls. I wouldn't even call that a woman thing. Um, to be talking like that and thinking like that. What's in them? It's commonplace. So, and it's, it's honestly, it, it looks like brainwashing when you really look at it because it's sort of these, these women walking around being like, I am so special. I'm the greatest thing to ever happen in the world. You, sir, aren't worthy of me, but you can sit there on the back seat until I'm ready. I think that's just a and group of girls. The, I don't think that's all women. That's the nature of it, right? I think it's just a group. It may be like a large group, but I wouldn't say that's all women. I'm not saying it's all women. I, by no means it's all women, but these are the women that you're seeing in the dating pool. I mm-hmm. guess the high value ones or whatever have the doors shut all around them and they don't want to be seen or heard from because mm-hmm. I don't know where the fuck they are. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with the good uh, the good men. Or whatever, right? Like good men. I don't. I'm. It's exhausting. Mm. Putting yourself out there to just be kicked on is is exhausting. Mm-hmm. So I'm now in reserve. You know, off of all the dating apps or whatever. I'm not fucking putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. And it might sound like, oh, that's your problem. You know what? Yeah, it is. No, I'm you're on, tired. You're I'm, absolutely. You're allowed to rest rather, and take a break. Rather yeah. be in my own peace than have to deal with somebody who thinks that they're better than me. Mm-hmm. And if you want to have partnership with me, how can you think you're better than you me? You can't. No. That's like when it comes to a partnership, it's the way I view partnership is two individuals being 100% who they are and how and how they are and coming together. And you're not creating codependency. You know, you're growing together, you're building together, but you are still your two independent people also going after what you guys want. To me, that's partnership. For somebody to close their mind and be one foot in, one foot out, you obviously you cannot build a partnership type of relationship like that. Um, honestly, maybe... This is how I see it. Maybe it's just simply the season right now where maybe you're not meant to be in a relationship because you've been in so many in the past. Maybe right now we need breaks sometimes. We have yeah. we go through different moments and spaces in our lives that sometimes that's not what God or universe or whatever you guys believe in um, 
is going to send your way, maybe there it's a time for you to really focus on something else instead. So perhaps maybe that's why you're surrounded by girls or keep attracting certain girls. Maybe it's because it's meant to truly not be the time right now for you, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. Maybe you'll meet your person in two years or in five years. Maybe you won't meet somebody. You could, though. Mm. You absolutely Since, since all of these maybes are on the table, let's put that one on there. And well, <laughs> I can't read the it. future. If I could read the future, I would tell you, <laughs> you're meeting her at this time, this place. You're going to be this old. You're going to be wearing this. Of course I would. I'm just saying I can't read the, like, the future. I'm at a stage but, of my life where the things people say mm-hmm. that seem to be held as common mm-hmm. dating, um, we'll call them standards, you know, I don't I don't fit in the box of the common dating standard. What oh. do you mean by the common dating standard? So where where I'm supposed to be at this stage in my life. So for the record, mm-hmm. and this is this is a sentiment that I've heard from many women, many men, both single, both in relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay. For a guy at my age, nobody wants to take a ride on your building process. You need to either already be there, have some kind of basis. So you need to be economically sound. You need to have the emotional intelligence or whatever. You have that. Well, that's great, but I don't have the economically sound part. And without that, I have no value in the dating pool. So for me, I'm on my own until my bank account says I'm worthy to be in the dating pool. Despite having the emotional intelligence, despite being a good person, that doesn't matter Mm -hmm. because nobody wants to watch me build up alongside me while I watch them build up and we help each other. Nobody wants to do that with, with, with men these days. And the ones who do want to do that already have men and they're already paired up. And then these people are building. That's why we look at like people our age. I find the people who are in the best, healthiest relationship, they've been together for fucking five, six, seven plus years. Mm-hmm. And then you have the rest of us. And that's fine. <laughs> that's going to be like that forever and ever. Maybe. That's going to be every single generation is going to go through that. Maybe. Absolutely. But I know people who got together and the guys literally had to, like, didn't have any money. They were completely broke. Your relationship shouldn't be based on what the person's making. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Like, I understand. Like, I get it because you want to build a future with them. Where are you going to be? Like, all this and that, blah, blah, blah. Totally makes sense. But to, there is so much more to a person than how much money they make. Well, there's so much more and to so, a person than all of the things that come into the dating pool. Like, I'm five mm. foot seven. That's too short. See, I don't think I, like that, the, I'll, I know girls who yeah. like we talk. We did talk. Well, about you, this, you're going to have to introduce me to them because uh, sure. they're, okay. they're, Just come to my gym. They're, they're, they're nowhere to be. And they say awful things. I, I, I cannot go on Tinder or Bumble because of it. Mm-hmm. A, you don't get matches. B, when you do get matches, the first thing they're grilling you about is the height. And when you say, how tall are you? And I go, oh, five I wouldn't seven. even answer it's a, a question. Whole discussion. If and you're just I like, was wow, asked how tall I am, knowing like the content behind it, say if I was a guy and I knew the content behind it, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even respond because that's not that person's not worth your time if they're going to be judging you based on like I understand every single person does have their own opinion on what is attractive to them but there's also those types of people that yeah they follow I guess the what would the word be because I think it's stupid standard standard but quotations and I think it's stupid to be honest so if a person if I was a guy and if a girl asked me how tall are you I wouldn't even respond. 
<laughs> I you, wouldn't you know respond. They all ask that, right? That that question comes up. They all ask it. I don't know. Maybe that's just the like the app, the kind of people that get on the app. I use Tinge forever it's, ago, and no, I would not, never. It's but not, it's not just the app. This is in person. This is on apps. This is everywhere. You know how many dates I've been on in person mm-hmm. where I get to the end of it. This has happened at least three times. Three separate people, three separate occasions, mm-hmm. in three different locations. Okay. Mm-hmm. There, you, you have this like great date. You're connecting with this person. You get to the end. You yeah. pay the bill. And mm-hmm. then they go, oh, my God, you'd be so perfect if only you were taller. Oh, yeah. Trust me. So It's that's... everywhere. The height thing is a big one. Right. Jeez. But God forbid you talk about a woman's weight. We don't see. Do I'm that. five foot two and everyone's taller than me. And I'm cool with it. I will not ever <laughs> ask how tall are you? Oh, the, the, you're too short for me. Like. To be honest, when someone's thing. closer to my height and I could hug you, I feel more comfortable because it's like the height is the same almost kind of thing. Cuddling is almost kind of the same. Like someone like, okay, well, I'm about to say this, but like when someone's over six foot, there's nothing wrong with that. But like the, it's like I'm hugging your belly button. Like, I don't understand why <laughs> girls are so, okay, girls, I'm not saying everybody, but why that's more praised when it shouldn't be. Doesn't matter how tall you are, but it is. Doesn't matter. If it I think we just be. have to kind of start to unwind and kind of like change the way. It really starts from you because you're part of society. But once every single person individually starts to see this and starts to understand, like really, that stuff doesn't actually matter. It's a level of then apathy, the actual though. society standpoint, whatever, will start to change. But that's really an individual type of thing, one it, at a time. It's a, it's a. But I think that's so stupid. It's an honestly. element of apathy, but it's the same with guys who will critique on like a woman's body or whatever, or mm-hmm. she needs to be like this in this specific window mm-hmm. and anything else. It's I get. I've super been unattainable. Said that. Right. Like yeah. it's that it, you see. The, but I, the, the, but what I've been like, so the things that's been said to me, mm-hmm. I think to myself, would I want to date you then if you're going to be judging me like that? Because one day when I get pregnant, guess what? I'm going to your body like, will change. It, yeah. And th- even if I don't, bodies change. Yeah. But height, so, height is that's that's, that's I get it. <laughs> that is hardwired. There's nothing you can do to change it. And you shouldn't have to. That's mm-hmm. my point. But the it's the comfortability that people have. Mm-hmm. For, for saying these things to other people. It's like, that's, and then, and then defending it by yes. everybody, everybody has dating preferences. When you have a dating preference like that, that's not a dating preference. That is a social standard that you're, mm-hmm. ad, you're submitting to mm-hmm. for no other reason than somebody else says that that's desirable. Mm-hmm. It's not, if you really sat down and looked inward, you would realize, actually, it really makes no difference. It doesn't, yeah. Yeah, <sighs> yeah no, I hope that changes because that's not, I think it's one of the most ridiculous things ever, to be honest. With social media and the notion of this, this, this constant strive for perfection, Mm -hmm. this unattainable thing, Mm -hmm. it will. I don't think it'll ever go away. See, I get the whole thing about social media. I think at the end of the day, it's who you follow, who you choose not to follow, and your own social media will be different. And basic, no, I'm not talking about like actual, like full on like your social media, but I think it's the beliefs that you then start to develop. And the develop, and then the more you're developing these different kinds of beliefs, you're going to start feeling different and you're going to start growing more and all these different things. So we can't necessarily blame social media. It's just an extension to our expression. And up, at the end of the day, it's up to you who you want to choose to follow or mute because you could do that too. I don't have a single person on my social media page that I follow that makes me feel and think the way I used to, especially when it comes to dating too. So how do I say this? 
it's just I was listening. So the first time you guys made your episode and you guys were talking about social media page and like how well, like how the grass is greener on the other side. It's not unless you focus on that and make it greener because at the end of the day you make your own grass greener that has to do with social media too so if you have a page where you're <laughs> is she okay yeah she's all right that's okay um lost my train of thought <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she has so much to say right now um no i think that has to change though when it comes to heights like the preference quote-unquote is ridiculous I'm sorry that you guys have to deal with that because. So that's, that's the next thing too. I mean, like we can expose the issues that everybody knows is there and then we can talk about, oh, who's to blame or who's to, but what do we do? What do we do to change the dating pool? How do we make it a more internal, healthy place and a place that's more, you know, there's more prospects like, like you can't control what other people say and do and think you can only control based on what you do say and think. I know that. And that's it. But, and so to change it, why do you want to, I understand the frustration behind it, but at the same time you have to kind of, I, this is what I do personally. So I'm not in a relationship. So I tell myself clearly it's not meant to be right now and you let it go. And no, when the to. time comes, that person will show up, whether it's and what makes you've never, you so sure? That's my question. Because I just believe that. Fair enough. I believe that. There it is. I've got a big question yes. for both of you to answer. How do you know when you've found that one with that <laughs> right person? <laughs> so, that's, that's probably one of the most common questions common. in their dating pool relationship. But how do you know that this is the right person for you? Long term. So here's so you. I, well, hold on. You, not for not for the had, year. You've had a pretty. But you've had the spotlight for a second. I was trying to finish what I was going to say. Not remember right, what ahead. I was going to. Go. What was I saying? You, um, <laughs> you've got this. Big <laughs> deep. Um, you can't control what other people say. You could only control what you do, say, and believe. Oh, how? Why am I? Um, why do I believe that so strongly? Law of attraction. And at the end of the day, majority of the time, it's because that person hasn't shown up. Or maybe you might rekindle with someone in the future. Now, going to what you were saying, so one thing that my good friends, because I asked her that question, it was a few months after um, she was she was mar- she got married, and I was sitting with her. I'm like, so how did you know that he was the one for you? And the truth is, yes, you have to be in a relationship with someone to know if they're for you or not. You have to go through those experiences, and that's what she said. You have to go through experiences, but the moment someone betrays you cheating says like you you no they're not for you yeah that is naturally a oh yeah that's naturally for someone to do something like that or to like for example when I was in that situation where I was with somebody for several months and they're like see I can't commit to you like I can't commit I'm afraid of relationships that's it it's done because to be honest if you were meant to be with that person, the person would never have that thought to even do that, let alone actually do it. So that's for sure. For me, if someone cheats on me, they're not for me. Now, what she said, you have to go through multiple experiences with the person. So like life, like day-to-day life, or like when you're traveling, or like if there's grief happening, or if you have any sort of loss, whether it's a job loss, whether you're going through something mentally, whether you lost a parent, whether you all these different things, then it really shows up. It shows because then you see how that person is at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So that's her opinion. 
Like that's what she shared with me. They have an awesome relationship. They've been together for like nine years. And obviously I hope that it keeps going and, you know, keeps growing and keeps going, keeps flourishing and keeps being amazing, even in the midst of when they have their issues and they've had hard issues too. So that's what she says. And she's like, the moment when you are with someone like that, this is her words, the moment when you are with somebody like that, you and you can't imagine yourself being with anyone else after going through all of that that's your person Hmm. and again like I understand the social media because I've listened to the first time you guys had your episode about the social media thing it's easy to look and like think outside and say oh my god that person's better this and that blah 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 but here's the truth every single relationship will have their moments of boredom will have their moments of turbulence and all that stuff so no one is more special like it's not like something is out there again we're you water your grass, it's going to be greener there. It's not greener on the other side. Hmm. You can make yours much greener, and it's your responsibility to do that. So I hope that answered your question. But Matt, what do you think? I don't know. I need to hear the question again. <laughs> what was the question? No, when you, start, when you start seeing someone dating someone, whatever the case is, how do you know that that person, when you're looking long-term... I agree with Natalie. Right? You have or, to go through the things. You have to have the experiences. But one of the things that I do think is uh, that needs to change too on that rhetoric Mm -hmm. is the whole notion of, oh, having the thoughts of doubt Mm -hmm. are a bad thing. I don't think that's true at all. I think you're supposed to have questions of doubt and then you have to answer them. That's your time to test things. And I don't mean test them. And communicate with the person. Well, yeah, but don't be a manipulative person and go and try and put them through tests. Test is in to see, do you have the patience to deal with things? Do they have the patience? Are you guys dealing with things in a healthy way? Yada, yada, yada. You have to go through the ringer in order to understand if you can survive it, right? Like that I I agree with for sure. But in terms of getting to that point, getting into that place of relationship, Mm -hmm. today is, I think, more difficult than ever. People just don't know what to do and they're not asking the right questions. Mm -hmm. Or if they're getting the answer, it's not the answer that they want. Mm -hmm. So then they sort of just, I don't know, implode or self-sabotage and relationships end that Mm -hmm. didn't have to end. Yeah. It's really a one day at a time thing. That's how I do it. It's one day at a time. Easy to look in the future and be like, oh my God, what this person, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But like, then you're really stepping out of the present moment where the present moment is the only thing that we have. We never know. Maybe the person that you're meant to be with, say you're with that person that is meant to be your soulmate, but what if they like, actually, I don't even know where I was going to go with that. Anyways, so <laughs> I think it's a one step at a time and you'll only discover that throughout time, right? you only discover it throughout that time. But again, you have to just learn how to be in the present moment even be grateful for who you have. And then as soon, if you start to see things that are your own definition of red flags, like manipulation, um, whatever is of yours, then start to think maybe, okay, then have maybe those doubts, but have conversations. Don't just not communicate with somebody because maybe you might think something is a red flag and Maybe it's not. Maybe they didn't know that they were doing something that bothered you so much and they just wished that you told them and they wouldn't be doing it. Communication is the biggest thing. And I am guilty of that, though. I know that I am um, because it's easy to overthink. Um, But I really think a lot of times things could get solved and things could be worked through just from communication and coming when it comes to communication, coming from the place of heart and not pointing fingers at somebody simply like making them feel like you did something awful that's how I that's what I would say for Mm. sure yeah Mm. so you've mentioned that you think that people have 
maybe like one to two people out there that's for them. Mm-hmm. You think it's just one to two people no, out there? Could, I don't know how many there is. It yeah. could be maybe just one because I do believe in soulmates. I wish I brought my book. It was something so cool that we learned about yoga and it has to do with like these shields of energies that you have. There's five of them. There's your body, your emotional intellect. There is the bliss state. There is two more that I have to learn because I'm sure that will be on the exam. And basically, we have that. And sometimes they change and sometimes they don't, depending on the circumstances, your own personal beliefs, your own like morals, all that sort of stuff. And um, But you know how, like for example, you're friends with somebody and I don't know where the friendship just kind of goes away and you guys don't mm-hmm. really communicate anymore, but nothing really happened. So it's because you're... Oh man, I really wish I knew the word. Um your five rings and their five rings weren't a match basically mm-hmm. some stuff are similar but some stuff aren't and they're all five of them are really important so i think they say that a soulmate is when yours and theirs are so aligned slight differences but so aligned um yeah i really need to know what the word i have the i'm pretty sure i brought it with me just in case I needed reference mm. from that. Well, you know, I, I that's think, where, it, but you could have, I don't know. You may have multiple, you may have one. I'm not, I don't know. I can't see like, I, I think <laughs> there's, I think it's more, I don't think anybody like I, if you feel like you found your soulmate, I mean, power to you. Mm-hmm. I think you just found somebody that you have a lot in common with and you connect very powerfully and to those words. What is that word? Synchronicity. Syn- I can never say this word properly. Synchronicity. Yes. I can never pronounce that yeah. word properly. Too much. Too much. But, but yeah, I think there's. I don't think people have just one person. Mm-hmm. I think that you would find. Um, That's why we have best friends. Well, yeah, but I think no. But even in a romantic context, I think there's way more. If people were willing to be more selfless, you would find that you had a deep connection with a lot more people than oh, you, yeah. you give credit for. And I think you can find romantic bliss. We'll say by just opening your mind by yeah. giving a shot to somebody that you maybe would have never you might find something mm-hmm. that you just not you didn't expect to look for and i think people don't do that because everybody has in their brain an image of the person and it's like this really good looking person that does yeah. these specific list of things and I they think, look like this and they yeah, do that yeah very unnatural mm-hmm. unhealthy relationship with sort of hunting for your your person and in doing so you've yeah. put the blinders on so now when you're seeing potentially the right one come in and they don't look the way you built them in your head. Yeah. You just, you completely miss them. Yeah. Completely, completely miss them. But I think everybody does that. But I think if they were your soulmate, something about their vibe would catch your attention. I don't know. Something would inside of you. I don't think. Would be like, like you would be slightly interested and then you would be intrigued. And then naturally, they would feel the same way too in a way. Maybe may not be in that given moment. Maybe your paths may cross. I don't know. It could be in that given moment though. But if, if, I hear those stories that like when you feel, when you see that, when you feel that with another person you weren't expecting, then you kind of let go of what you your like preferences are when it comes to whether it's yeah, looks, but, whether it's but people too- the people who are doing that that you might hear this from are the people who are opening up their minds because it's it's you know you ever hear but people it's a feeling but, that gets but, them curious yeah though. but you have to be 
you have to you have to have a part of you that can hear that voice. Mm-hmm. You need to be open to hearing that voice because you know, like it's the same with being connected to nature. You know, people talk about oh, there's like this sort of like sixth sense we might have intuition. Connect, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You can miss out on that by not having not being in tune with it. Yeah, and I agree and if with you if you have like so for instance if you have these unrealistic standards in your head, mm-hmm. you can completely throw off your intuition as you said mm-hmm. so that feeling of meeting yeah. the right person even though you know someone you didn't expect whatever you could completely f- you, you could foil it you could sabotage that in your own head mm-hmm. by putting them up against this unrealistic standard you've built up in your head yeah and then they fail it even though they they shouldn't have you give up on them you don't even take a risk mm-hmm. and then you go oh, what the fuck is my person well what well, i think it? they'll come around again in a way maybe it wasn't meant to be in that given moment but I that's what friend. I'm saying, though, Natalie. I, I, I've mentioned this to you before. Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand right person, right time, and all that stuff. But now you're basically saying, okay, well, okay, you, this guy's come around, and mm-hmm. I have these standards, and this guy doesn't fit him. All passing on. But you're saying is that there's an energy that's going to bring him around. So what's going to happen to him mm-hmm. on the on the circuit before he comes back around? Well, I don't know what's going to happen in a circuit through life but like i'll explain one thing for example i have a friend she's in the policing industry she met so she's with her boyfriend now but they met what was it three four years ago once at a crime scene very romantic story crime scene right (laughs) a year later they met on their shift i think in a jail shift and they met spoke a little bit and then Fast forward to now. They rekindled. I forget how they rekindled. Like yeah. they crossed it ha- paths. It can happen. It happens. Sure. So I can't say what's going to happen in his ring. Maybe yeah. maybe it wasn't meant to happen that given moment because both people needed to learn lessons. Which is fair. That's to grow totally into fair. people in order to be in a relationship together. Maybe if they met then, they're like, okay, we're going to give it a shot. Maybe the relationship would have crumbled because they were both not like, not, I don't want to say mature or like maybe... The awareness, self-awareness, maybe they didn't let go of the past. Maybe they're dealing with something that needs mm. more of their attention now. Mm-hmm. Could it be that? Clearly, it's good that it didn't happen in the past because now it's working out for them. And so I can't say again what's like what about the ring thing that you were just saying. Yeah. I just think it's, to be I don't think that there's any, I don't think there's any one or two or even three people, yeah. which is why I think it's pretty important for you to be going into the you should if you're in the dating pool you should be there with an open mind you should mm-hmm. be there with expectations yeah. are, are given and it's going to happen inevitably but yeah. being in tune with the fact that you're not necessarily like look at the rest of life how mm-hmm. often does it go according to plan how Never often does. do things ever live up to the image we built up in our heads mm-hmm. right so if you're going to the dating pool with somebody in mind has yeah. to be this height has to be this weight must make this amount of money must be you know what i mean mm-hmm. that you're just you're sabotaging yourself mm-hmm. and then you're also sabotaging a dating pool for everybody else that's in it mm-hmm. because now you're not actually looking for a real true pure intentioned thing you're looking for you're you're looking for a needle in a haystack we're still mm-hmm. you're looking for a unicorn in a haystack mm-hmm. and that's just it's not there mm-hmm. and then now everybody that you interact with in a dating pool who's thinking oh maybe you're the one maybe you're the one well now you go oh wait no but you didn't live up to my thing boom one foul swoop mm-hmm. you've just inflicted pain on them that didn't need to be there mm-hmm. and this isn't just for guys or, or, or for girls this is for everybody mm-hmm. right it's if you if you feel like you have no business being in a dating pool take a but step you back. can't like 
but you can't date every single person that asks you out. No, of if course it's not. not. If of you're not vibing not. with them, no, like, for sure. You know, and that, that's what I'm saying. Being... I'm saying after you establish, because this is, I'm talking from experience. Yeah. You've established the vibe. You're like, oh my God, this person's awesome. We're having a great conversation. Things seem good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I would be willing to invest time in this. Yeah. Right. You ha- you have that connection or whatever. And then it just goes nowhere. And it goes nowhere because you didn't meet up to these expectations they had that were really just not realistic or fair. But do you really want to be trying to live up to somebody's expectation or do you really just no, want to... No, but that's like, my point. Don't go in with the expectations. Yeah, that's what I'm... Or, or better still, don't go, go in for. putting all your stock on your expectations, being like, mm-hmm. somebody has to meet every check on my yeah. list or it's a no. That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. Because yeah. that'll just never happen. Mm-hmm. And if it does happen, something is going to... You're going to find something crazy And you're going to put it on the cons and be like, why am I with this person? I know. I, I, I agree with you. No person is perfect and that's why when it personally for me when it comes to a relationship hi baby um when it comes to a relationship i think it's important the most important things i would say is how you both see important things that are that matter to you like your values values values, which is something i want to talk about after um and the other things can be different and i think they're meant to be different because the way I view it is you don't want to be dating like the same type of person that you are in a different body. Plus, not only that, it keeps your individuality and you guys do your own thing when you're with your friends or whatever. You guys, even just having different perspectives are healthy. Mm-hmm. They are absolutely healthy because you can learn something from them. It doesn't It doesn't make the relationship stale, stagnant, anything like that. But yeah, no, you. that's the thing. You have to be, even during when you're dating someone, you have to be open with the fact that they're not going to, you're not going to, how do I say this? You're not trying to date a clone. <laughs> yeah, don't date a clone. Yeah. But um, I agree. You need the conflict and you need the, because this, that you need that person to, to draw you out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. where you are comfortable. To, that's how you initiate growth. That's the yeah. only way to initiate growth. To get out of your comfort zone. But, um, but you should feel safe with them. But that comes with time, right? Like you yeah. have to build trust. But yeah, I agree with you. And that's another thing too, is people go, oh, if you look on like dating, um, so dating like apps and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you, you look at all these descriptions and they go, must do this, must be interested in this, must be in your life. This is very clearly something you're into. Why is it that you need somebody to be interested in that in order to date them? And then for the people who are seeing your dating profile, they're like, mm-hmm. well, I'm not, I don't like that. So you're a no. And mm-hmm. he's just like these we're creating near miss this situations. This is why I don't go on dating apps. No, I, I know, think it's but, just very But yeah. for a lot of people this, that's like the only option. I mean especially for those of us like everything is expensive. We all work a fuck ton, mm-hmm. you know. You don't get to go to places where you're meeting people because if you go to the club or whatever, how are you supposed to talk to people? People do it, it works, but not often and you hear horror stories mm-hmm. coming from it. So, if you're talking you're looking at being in a position to actually interact with somebody and like you're like I'm here because I want to meet somebody, mm-hmm. you understand the intentions whatever dating apps are really one of the only places nowadays mm-hmm. for that to happen so when you go on a dating app and you're like oh here's my fucking my unrealistic standards list that you have to meet up to and you're looking at you're like Who the fuck is this mm-hmm. and it's just i just no 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 everybody everybody you're like fuck i'm not compatible with anybody that's why i don't go on it because i think it really plays a mind trick on you like yeah because yeah, I understand what you mean about like, there. don't get me wrong. There are certain things that are very important to me that I would love that my partner to, you know, like as well. 
doesn't have to be all of them because again absolutely you, reasonable you know it doesn't have to be all of them because again you want your individuality i don't i would not want to be doing every single thing there are couples out there i don't know how you guys don't go crazy how do you guys do every single thing together because which I and don't go crazy. everybody's different like at the I end of the day that, but maybe that's just me but yeah I, dating advice can't be like monolithic it just mm-hmm. it's not like one thing applies to everybody yeah but i know um but yeah, no, some stuff that I find or things that I find important, if there's at least some of them that they find important to to do, awesome. For the other ones, that's totally cool because I can then spend more time with myself doing that and I find like happiness in there or do it with my friends or do it with my family or whoever, you know? So yeah, I don't think there should be like a cookie cutter. It should be just be opened, mm-hmm. be open. But I don't. that's why I don't go on dating apps because I get it too, like... I've seen it um, when I used to be on them. There, there's these profiles and guy would be like, she must make me laugh. And my that's for me. I'm like, that's so much pressure. What if I can't make that person laugh? Yeah. Like, so I, I you know, know I would go Like unrealistic. Right? Like, what are you, why are you saying yeah. that? So, yeah. but I understand. Like, of course you want the, the, you know, there has to be like laughter and all that sort of stuff, but that's natural. But to make that as like a, a mandatory thing, then you're really cutting the opportunity to actually meet somebody. That's what I mean. So, yeah. You, That's why I will never creating intentional near misses for what? Uh-huh. <laughs> because you think, you think you're weeding out the weird ones and the ones you don't want to be with, but oh, you might just stories. have isolated the person that you should be with. You never know, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But, yeah. Let's hear about your values. My values? Mm-hmm. My values. So I have... There are obviously things that are very important to me, but the way I view values... Okay, I have one value that does triumph out of all of... I don't know if I said that correctly. The one that's most important out of all of them. The other ones I like to think of it as like it's space and there's these different planets and they're just floating around and there's different values and they're just floating. But I have one particular one that I definitely look for in a person and that's freedom. And I'm not talking about like open-ended relationships. I'm talking about... I feel safe that I can be myself with ideas that I may have where the person's not going to judge. Honestly, it's normal to judge, but like I'm saying like where I can be myself and I'm into growth. That's a big value of mine. So there will be periods where I may be changing and I'm moving. I'm going to different directions and I'm still going to be myself, but the the expansion of that. So for me to be myself, so if I want to have time with my friends they're not going to be, I've been with people that were jealous, me spending time with friends. I even had a time where I'm like, I was only seeing somebody on the weekend. It was like my most recent ex. We were seeing each other on the weekends. And I told them, listen, like, I kind of just want to take this weekend for myself. I just need it. And they're like, oh, so I'm not going to see you for two weeks. So how's our relationship going? I'm like, okay, like, it's just a weekend that I need just for myself. Just even just that, like, I just, you know. I just need my time or if it's like I want to be with my friends or if I just who I am as a person because the worst thing in a relationship is feel like you have to tiptoe around mm-hmm. and I don't have time for that. I absolutely don't. No one does. And I think we all can agree to that. But like, do you really value like, do you really put that as a value that you want and need um, in a relationship? So ultimately for me, at the end of it, like the most important one is freedom and then the rest fall underneath in that. There was one incident 
for example, with the same ex, for example, we were, um, I was doing like an Instagram story and with my girlfriends, we were kind of, um, we were posting like a train of stories, I guess you could say, like we were tagging each other so we could reshare. And it was like a drink that we were making like first thing in the morning. And I put on um, Prince Royce and I have like my bachata music going on. I'm dancing, whatever. Made the, um, I looked really good too. I made the drink. I post, like I tagged and I post it. And I'm like, ah, oh, babe, look, look how cute this is. And he's looking at it and he's like, so how many guys looked at that story? <clears throat> and in my head, I'm like, are you serious right now? Like you can't see how happy I am that I'm just having a great time. You're really focused on how many guys are viewing my story. That's the last thing I was thinking about when I was making my story. Even just that, to me, that's, you're taking someone's freedom away. Like you feel like you're being put on a leash. And I will, if somebody makes me feel that way, best of luck, I'm gonna go. And that's it. <laughs> that's in, that's insecurity. That that behavior. Yeah. But you know how many people are insecure? Oh, everybody's insecure. Everybody's insecure. Yeah. But it's like that awareness of he couldn't have just been like, oh my God, you know what? It's actually me. I'm insecure. He has like a past. And it's really the past is just playing in my insecurity right now that's being it's triggering me. But really all she's doing is having a great time. She's smiling. She looks great. She's talking with her friends. She's doing what she loves. And that's not a reflection of like that's, you know, it's really internally what's my responsibility yeah. to well, work on. It's it's interesting. So, yeah. A lot of people feel that way. Uh, they, they don't, um, a lot of people lack the ability to, to, to be introspective, like to look yeah. inwards. And, and that's another value of mine. Right. Is the ability to look inwards. And yeah. that's, that's, that problem yeah. exists on both coins or mm-hmm. both sides of the coin, right. For men and for women. Like that's yeah. something people need to just, if you're hearing this and you maybe think that you're good at it, you're probably not as good as you think you are. Like it, looking inward is probably the single hardest thing to it's do. It's a hard thing. And coming to terms with the truths you discover are probably even harder, Yeah. but it's something you have to do. It's painful. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it- I agree. It became one of my, sorry to interrupt you, became one of my favorite things to look more deeper and find my own answers and be like, why am I doing this? Why am I thinking this way? Why do I keep making the same mistake over and over? What can I do to change that? Where is it really coming from so I could heal and work on that? It's hard, but it's so rewarding. It's something new that even I'm I'm doing for the first time. Like I said, I got Mm. diagnosed with ADHD a couple years ago and that was the first time I did it. So I was... Oh, after 25 that I start actually practicing introspection. So I think a lot of people who might find themselves in a shitty position in terms of dating or friendships or whatever, or your own life and just your own relationship with yourself, looking inwards is is the starting point. Absolutely. But what other values do you have? Growth, like I said, adventure. So not only just like travel wise, I, the, oh my God, I love traveling so much. I could talk about it forever. Ever. Um, but for me, it's how a person is. Like, so I, this is my belief. Every single person is a multidimensional human being. We have different personalities. We have different, like, likes and wants. We want to expand. We want to try different things. Um, I also believe it's something, like, from the past, like, from our ancestors that passed on certain traits in us. And, like, we're just mosaics. And um, so adventure in a person that kind of, how do I explain this? It's like a way of being. It's a way of being. I guess, okay, so I'm the combination of like, I could have a nice chill night mm-hmm. and I would love to like, I really want to do this even though I'm like so scared to do this, but I want to jump out of a plane type of thing. So I could literally, like I'm both, like I love having my chill moments and I love having like adventurous moments. Somebody who I guess is like that in a way, but just mind, the mind, how they're willing to, 
again, think more deeply. So it's a combination, I guess, of self-awareness and like physical. How do I say? I have, let me think about it. Okay. <laughs> but I, I know what I'm trying to say, but I don't think it's coming out correctly. Hmm. But yeah, what about you? What are my values? Yes. And Mine I have are more, more simple. Yeah. Mine are more simple in general because I believe, you know, come as you are and then let's see if this works. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of being like, here's a here's a, here's a list of the things I expect, you know, uh, show up with them or don't show up at all. Yeah. I think, you know, obviously you have to have certain things like kindness, for instance. Mm-hmm. You need to just be a genuinely kind person. Definitely. You need to be, you know, obviously have the ability for introspection and have already at least worked on it somewhat like be aware that oh, okay you're not perfect oh, okay you're not the special gift from god you're just a person like the rest of us we're all just trying to make our way and find our way in life mm-hmm. you think you come to the table with those two things and then i'm good I'll kindness bring. and introspection yeah and then and then we can go from there yeah. because any other standard i put on it is just i'm gonna limit mm-hmm. who i'm opening myself up to so I think maybe I should change my word adventure when it comes to what I was just thinking into introspection because it's that, but it's, I still have to think about like how I'm trying to describe I get what you, Like you I, don't want, you don't want like a permanent homebody, but you also don't want a permanent like adrenaline like junkie. A, yeah. Someone who has a balance, the balance, a balance but even just the way that they think and what they're passionate about. And you know those moments you're like, you meet somebody and you you know someone for such a long time, for example, even many years, and you're like, you find out something that they like and you're like, wow, I didn't know you like that. Mm-hmm. Like just the, the fact that someone is interested in life, that's the best way to describe it. Okay, someone that's, that's interested in life, someone that's curious. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. now I know what I'm saying. Someone that's curious with how people think, why they do things, how something got started in any sort of like, I don't know, industry or like um, type of thing. It's just curiosity. Yeah. A a curious mind and curious heart and curious soul. That to me is adventurous. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. What else do you want to cover about relationships? Oh God, your favorite topic. What's the favorite topic of mine? You can talk about it. You find it so funny. You even send me a video of this and you're like, ha, look, laugh. And I'm like, this is so sad. are funny. They're not funny. Why do you think they're not funny? They're the most unclassiest thing, honestly. So this thing that literally every animal does. I'm talking about in front of your partner. And with them in your room. So, okay. Can I just say this? My heart's pounding right now. I can't. I'm just going to say this. They have done studies, like peer-reviewed studies. Mm -hmm. Right? Being able to fart in front of your partner is one of like the most vulnerable things that people do. And the people who do fart in front of their partner, they have a much more successful, much more intimate, much more connected relationship. Right. That's but a do fact. you know how many millions of bacteria floats in the air and you're smelling like you're putting that into your body? Disgusting. I just So can't. you're saying that you would be upset about somebody blasting poo particles from their bum despite the fact that people in romantic relationships literally swap saliva and coochie juice in one movement. Just, listen, to me... That, like, this is just some, I don't know, this is the way I view it simply. Okay, if somebody was sick, that's one thing. But when it comes no to... No farting in front of me unless you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> like, but 
I don't know. I just personally. <laughs> I'm feeling well, babe. <laughs> one fart from you. If I hear one more, that's it. That is to the not, curb with you, you is, dog. That's not me, by the way. It's not but, you. You don't think so? I just find it very disrespectful. Like, there is a bathroom. Go. Like, I don't. Yes, I'm Alex? sorry. If I'm the question. So what if, what if you were on a date? Let's say you're. What if you're dating a guy for, let's say, uh, six months? Let's put a number on it. Mm-hmm. Let's say he farts in front of you. First time you're in the car, he does it. He, he wanted to test you out. Maybe he's comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. You're not. What way happens? He's Realistically, so what, I is, say, what is said? I would say, why'd you do that? <laughs> and he would probably. You would shame him. I wouldn't shame you're an him. Asshole. But I, would, I wouldn't be like, why'd wow. you do that? No. <laughs> We're rebranding. I'm the angel on your shoulder. Nat is the <laughs> devil. Okay, oh I'm not going to break up with someone. Let's be honest. Like, okay, to make it clear here, it's just something I prefer not. Like, I just, I don't know. It smells like, I don't like, Can you just. The first control, guy you like, bring. The first guy you bring through that door yeah i'm gonna meet him and be like let me explain something i'm gonna pull him aside and be like look listen bud if you really want to convey your thoughts towards this woman you need to fart in front of her no 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 no. it needs to be organic it needs to be organic he will do it eventually i'm telling you man we gotta all the gas what's the gassiest food you can think of like if we'll find hopefully he's lactose intolerant and i'll give him a wendy's frosty yeah and just be like down it bud and just let it rip but you're in the car he farts right beside you you're six months in locks the windows and can't get out i was so mad when that happened oh no that happened to me before i was so mad this is what happened walk us through it (sighs) so and and give us notes too. What notes did you notice in the so, odor? What let's, let's we're driving, <laughs> and it's a beautiful golden hour day. Oh, perfect! And he fucking ruined it. <laughs> he did. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful evening. We're driving. We're listening to good music. We're holding hands, and then I smell something. Oh, it's a silent, silent. <laughs> yeah, killer. he was a silent one. Oh God! Wow. And I'm like, babe. Why'd you do that? And I went to go and roll it down, and he holds it while he's driving <laughs> up. Wow. And I'm, I didn't sleep with him that night because that was, was that was my oh, next question. That was my as a punishment. That was that, my next question. I wow. did because that is yeah. like that's next level right there. Wow. He farted, so you withheld sex. As no, a no, punishment. no. But think about it. Think how, think how bad that was in in her eyes. Not only did he fart in front of her, but then he. He locks the window on her. And it fermented in there. Like, it was oh, gross. Wow. So gross. Nice. Oh, yeah. No. Nice. No. Wow. And you didn't think to hit him back? To hit, I don't physically... You don't fart? Maybe not. Oh, you're trying, not, you're not. trying to tell all these people listening to this show, I'm you don't fart? I'm not going to do that. Not on demand. I mean... Uh, it's not like she's going to hit him back with one or right I away, bet right? you because Natalie's got it all bottled up all day long, she goes home and just <laughs> nukes. <laughs> I have a clean diet. That, it's got to go anyways, somewhere. Okay, so it doesn't matter how clean your diet. Anyways, is anyways, anyways. I'm not going <laughs> to... Okay, to make it clear, I'm not going to break up with someone if they keep farting in front of me. It's just something I prefer. Like, don't do it so start, much. I'm going to start asking you when you're having a bad day, have you farted yet? Got she won't break up with the guy, but As listen. In the it's words, just something in that's the words like, of the great poet Shrek. The worst is like, better it's than, than I always when you're say, cuddling you wanna... with them and they do it, I move away. Like, listen, <laughs> like, mm, mm, I can't, wow. I can't. I don't yell like we won't, we won't have a fight, but it's like seriously, like why? Like you know how much I don't like this. Like you brought to light something that I would like to interview you on. Withholding sex is a punishment. 
Do you also do you also silent? Do you also give the silent treatment too? No. Good. No, no, that that's um, a form of manipulation. Right. You don't. Think, I don't. You don't do think withholding sex is a punishment. Yeah, I was <laughs> well, no, I'm listen. supposed to give it to him after he literally like hurt my face and my nose. No, with a fart. I, but it's it was like so. He, but he in my mouth. Hurt. Hurt. Keyword. You were in pain from the fart. But no, Kate, because the action of you not letting me roll down the window mm. disgusted me. Mm. Like, that is just next level. Barn right animal there. type of shit right there. That's <laughs> so, yeah. Interesting. So, uh, yeah. Write, write it down now. Like I said, do not Dutch oven her. She will withhold sex. But you know what? Listen, withholding <laughs> sex, that's a that that's a power right there. It is a very big one. What's, what's think about it on a, for a guy, your girl withholding sex from you she's saying oh i don't give the silent treatment but i'll withhold sex mm-hmm. what do you that think is, is more different imp- no, 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 no. think about in a guy's eyes what do you think is more important to him sex okay but why i'm not saying it's all about sex but that yeah, night do you I think w- he cares more if he if you you know if you ignore him or if you're withholding sex he definitely cares more oh, about i would sex. say both matter too. no both for sure mm-hmm. for sure but the withholding sex that's like whoa she is fucking pissed mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> did it work no but it's okay he did it again the bastard <laughs> <laughs> which it's see, it, it, there you go there you go wow. and that says that says this is more important to me than sex and that really then you need to ask yourself no there's reasons are farts to really win. not funny and the answer is no the fart, farts are funny and that's what it is that's what it comes down to she'll so. never she'll never come around to it it's, it's one of those things she'll never come around. There's no convincing. So if Jason Momoa knocked on your door and goes, Natalie, I want to be with you, uh-huh. but, but you have to let me fart around you, what do you say? I don't even know the guy, so... Jason I, Momoa? Okay, yeah. Oh, Ryan could, Reynolds. Um, you're, doesn't matter to me if you're a celebrity or not. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No, you're a person at the end of the day. Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Are these like her crushes? Or are you just I don't know. Naming off like Tom famous, Holland, Spider Man. I need a picture of him. Tom Holland. Okay, she doesn't know him. She's, okay, it's another. I've seen Spider Man movies, but there's so many that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the greatest with fine. names. Um, I don't care who you are. Who like who you like your title? I should say I don't care about your title. It is about who you are as a person. Mm. But but you can't fart because how dare you? You but I'm not gonna. Okay, I feel like I created this image in people now, or whoever's <laughs> listening, that I'm like this, like insanely pissed off person that it ha- it's strict with me. No, it's just I'll be like, seriously, like why did you do that? Like I would appreciate if you didn't, and you know if you just be thoughtful and just yeah. went to the bathroom. Yeah, no, it's not. You know? So when you're like a mom and you're like, you know, you have a baby and you have to bear oh, a baby. Oh, good question. So what happens if your baby just? What about no, no, your kid in the your pants? Kid. And yeah. they Three years old doesn't even not even fully aware of it. Or maybe uh, like what is. I would teach them about no, 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 farting, and if they fart and then they laugh, what are you gonna like? Don't laugh; it's not funny. No, I would simply <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. Oh my god, that's a good question. Um, because I never thought about. Okay, wait. Um, <laughs> how do I make another one of me? <laughs> no, just simply. Oh, hmm. Hmm. I don't know. She's trying to find because... ways to be the fart police when her kids <laughs> when her kids are born. Um, oh god! <laughs> I'm gonna make you a T-shirt that says that. Please? The fart police. Okay. Um, <laughs> I would simply say, what would I say to them? Oh my gosh, she distracted me. She's so cute. Anyways, okay. Um, <laughs> I would say it's not. 
You guys are so going to judge me. I'm going to say it's not appropriate. No, no. Say, be honest. <laughs> be honest. We're not going to judge you. We're just going to, you know, make comments. Secretly judge. <laughs> um, it's just, I would simply say that it's not, not that it's not appropriate, but there's a time and place for, like, if you need the to farts. go, the, if you need a fart, go to the bathroom. Mm. Go to the bathroom. That's See, why yeah. it was. Look at his face. I'm going to tell you right now, oh. if you were married to me and oh, we were I living in a house that I pay, help pay for. He's nice. Right? But like, sorry? I, I help pay for. It. Yeah. Well, fucking see what I mean? This is what I live with <laughs> in the dating pool. This is my experience. Anyways. So this is the house we both own. Mm-hmm. Right. This is where you come home. This is your palace. Yeah. Wow. And I can't. For, I have to get up off my couch to go to the bathroom maybe go to a different room then (laughs) like really because i don't the smell if it's not pleasant like i just don't no but you know what you you know what i guarantee that even if you're in the same room let's say you walk to the other side of the room and she knows what you're doing i feel like she'd still be upset yeah no i wouldn't no 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 no, no. No, she's so disgusted by the where are you going (laughs) yes yes no, I would actually appreciate that. Oh, okay. Yeah, to me closer. that's very, that to me closer. is thoughtfulness. But perfect oh. is like perfect is like. But get when out they of the walk house. back, they're gonna now pull a, a string of poopy air behind them, <laughs> right back to yeah, the, with the vortex. But everything. I would still think to myself, they know how much it, I don't really like it. The fact that they still went somewhere else. Hmm. Is thoughtful to me. I would be I would be concerned for you from a medical perspective, just wondering if you're getting the air out. I would I wouldn't know. I have a good question. Is your mom, brother, is anyone like this? Does anyone no. think the same? Everyone thinks the same. It could okay. be the way that we grew up. Your brother? Mm-hmm. You don't he think doesn't. Anything? You don't think not in front of us. Not in front of yeah. yeah not in front, not of, in front of us. Humans fart, but I'm saying like it's not in front of us. It could be just simply the way I was raised, like yeah. how we were. It's brought a respect up. thing. It's true to an extent. It is an ex- it is a respect. It is. He looks yeah. at it. I'm he looks gonna... at it from a totally different I know. lens. He he looks at it like we're 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 just a bunch of animals, and it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know how he thinks. Yeah. Oh, me too. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. Yep. Farts are funny though. They are. Not. They make funny noises, and then they smell funny. That's funny. They don't smell funny. That's like the last thing. Yeah, they don't they smell, smell pleasant. Like. That's okay, what makes listen, it funny. We're not, we're not gonna harp on it too much. Let's transition. Okay. <laughs> let's let's. It's a weird transition, but let's talk about sex in a relationship. Interesting. Okay. Right after you know, I mean, after a year, maybe it starts getting yeah. a little dry. It's mm-hmm. the same old, same old. Mm. How do you keep that alive? How do you keep it spicy? That's the thing. Oh, sex gosh. is a tricky thing, and I think yeah. what happens with I, as you guys, you both know this. I, I always harp on it. I have my five finger rule, right? Everything mm-hmm. that's alive has a five finger rule: eat, sleep, shit, fuck, fight. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to add one more in there. Fart. <laughs> <laughs> so with things like okay, like eating, right? Mm-hmm. When we come, when we talk about food, mm-hmm. you you could survive off of the same meal as long as it had the stuff you need in it in it every single day. You could eat this thing three square meals a day every single day, the same thing over mm-hmm. and over again, and you would survive. Mm-hmm. Would you enjoy it? No. No. You, you want to add flavor and spice and stuff. Spices and I think with sex, that's the same thing. Yeah. What I don't think. I think this new sort of kink culture, because some of them are fucking weird. Mm-hmm. I think people saying, I'm very uncomfortable with doing this. And you telling me that, you know, oh, there's no kink shame here and we need to spice it up. Yeah. You can spice something up without going and being extreme about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Trying a little different thing. Just the little things can yeah. spice it up. Little things. And the biggest one, I think, is foreplay and like adding stuff to before the show begins, you know, that, that for real, but that's like, that's the best way to spice it up. I don't think you need to go and be like, you don't have to do something grand. Yeah. yeah it is to, exactly you know like what I mean? how 
You don't need a it sex starts, ring. Yeah, how to, it starts even. marriage. <laughs> yeah, it's how it starts. And I shouldn't be saying anything else. That's all. No, you're fine. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, I don't know. Sex is, sex, is a, mm-hmm. sex is an important part of a relationship. Mm-hmm. It is... One of the most vulnerable things you can do, along with farting in front of somebody, but I digress. Um, You just need to be, you need to be on the same level in terms of communication with sex. Mm -hmm. I don't think that... Even kind of the, how do I explain this? The mind reading is not a thing. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the mind. I'm talking about the way someone is. What mind reading? So like, in my experience from past partners, you know, they've all had an element of like, you know, use your intuition and figure it out kind of thing, which is, do you believe in that? For you need to communicate with somebody when it comes to a lot of people don't. Yeah. No, you need to communicate. Beforehand. Well, like even during, I've heard from guys and girls. You could kind of say it during in a way, you know, that's not like you're offending somebody and you're making it nice. But, um, no, like for that, you have to communicate about for sure. Cause you cannot read someone's mind. You can't, can't. not at all. Not at all. Um, that goes from the, even the beginnings, like when you're starting to sleep with somebody to down the line too. Um, so yeah, no, you can, you can't, you can't even read minds to begin with. So especially for sex, you can't assume somebody knows what you want and mm-hmm. how you like it and what you don't like and vice versa. You can't do that for the other person either. Um, you have to give people chances and communicate. Do you believe in the realm of sex for picking your battles. So if you see mm-hmm. something that like your partner's doing to you because, you know, and they're excited about it and you're like, okay, they're obviously enjoying this, but you don't necessarily get the greatest enjoyment. It's not bad, but it's not like, mm-hmm. mm, I would do it differently. Do you pick your battles in those situations? Do you go, oh, they're obviously enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Let me just let them have their moment. It depends what it is, <laughs> to be honest. Mm. It depends on the comfort, if it's too painful or if it's... Uh, no, like, no, no. Like I said, like, no pain, no discomfort, but it's just like you would do it differently, but you can tell they're enjoying it the way it is. Would you? Do you pick your battles there or do you, do you always say something to make it better for yourself? Hmm. You kind of want... One, huh? It is a good question. I never thought of that before. Mm-hmm. Also, maybe like a dominance thing too. Like it's, if one person, but if one person's not not dominant, but it's if one person's maybe more the aggressor than the other one, it kind of just feels like okay, it's your way. No, you know no, no, I mean? no, no, no. This is and may, and, and, but a, but a lot of guys are like that. A lot of guys mm-hmm. are like, oh, okay, I, I'm I'm the one that's gotta perform in a way, mm-hmm. get the job done, and so then they try and take control of the whole situation. Mm-hmm. No, but right? I don't mean it. Like I mean, even like it, like a girl could be doing something to you or whatever, right? Sure. I'm I'm talking about just generically like this is a thing that's they're doing for you. You can tell they're excited. You can tell they're enjoying it, but it's not happening. But it's, it's not, not. It's, it's not, not doing exciting for it. you. Yeah, it's not doing it Ooh, for you. Okay, but it's not. I, yeah, it's I know not. What you're talking about. It's not unpleasant. Okay. It's um, not. There's no suffering. There's no discomfort. But like, do you pick your battle? Do you let them in have that moment? Or I you? think because you obviously want them to have a good time. I think you also then, as a person who's receiving it, you're talking about like me receiving something, right? Yeah, like or not I receiving, would then but have they're, to they're doing something, something, whether it's to you or whatever, or you know, I obviously think it's then with you. you have to also figure out what 
can just be adjusted a little bit for you to enjoy it a little bit more too. Because the worst thing is if they're enjoying something that you're not liking whatsoever. Oh, 100%. And that is... Okay, I'm not going to talk about anything personal here. Um, (laughs) It's just... No, because that's where my mind went. But like you... It's great that they're excited. That's awesome because you don't want stale sex. But um, if you are not enjoying it, like you have to find something that's going to be also better for you too. Right. Does that make sense? Okay. So, so you're, you're saying you're the type of person that would be like, I'm going to say something. <laughs> like. Probably not in the moment. Not in the moment. You don't think or so? just, no. No, definitely not in the not moment. Not in the moment. You would let it, so you would let it happen and then maybe the next time Because maybe you would, it's going to get better during that moment. Like, <laughs> like maybe okay. they you may warm do up something. To it. Yeah. Up That's to what it. I know. Like, yeah, they may know. do something a little bit different within three seconds that may like make it feel better or do whatever, you know? So, so. I, I come from the perspective of, okay, obviously you want most of the stuff that you're doing to be, you know, enjoyable for both parties. But if mm-hmm. I'm in a position where something's happening, she's doing this thing that she's obviously really into she's very excited or whatever and it's not necessarily the greatest for me but i'm not in any pain discomfort or whatever i'll let her have her moment you know mm-hmm. i think there's nothing wrong with that i think a lot of people come from it from both of your perspective you know well, i wouldn't in the moment but maybe i'd make the adjust. i don't think you need to it's you well, don't it depends to, what it is that's I guess it depends it does, what it is right yeah. if it's something that but like i don't know if 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 we're hitting the checks on everything else then if you're doing this one thing and it's for you, no problem. Do it. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. But again, it depends, I guess, on what that thing is. Because, for example, if she's like, I don't know. If your thing is, I don't know what you're into. Let me just, like, say she's wearing something really cute. And if she's dancing and you're like, okay, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. That's one thing. But if she's doing something, to, like, on you, that's different. Like, I don't know. I just lost my train of thought again. <laughs> but, um, I, I, I get what you mean. Yeah, you know what I mean? But, but I still Cause think... Because you're also... Because if it's something on you, you're receiving the sensation of it. If it doesn't feel right, you do have to say... Not that it's discomforting or that it's painful, but, but, but this is my point. it so could it turn goes, you off and then how are you supposed to continue? Interesting. Like, so you're saying... So if you're not getting full pleasure... Not from full the whole, pleasure, but if I it's saying. kind of like... I'm talking about like if it just... Depends how extreme it is, right? Like, like yeah. you said, if if you're not really in discomfort from it That's, at all, yeah, yeah. if it's something that you're just neutral about, like, oh, okay, it's whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Are you exactly just gonna keep that. going with it? Most people probably will. They're just gonna keep going with it mm-hmm. and then move on. Maybe they'll just maybe try and transition into something else. That's probably the best way to get out of it if you want to get out of it, or right. yeah, if you're not enjoying something. Yeah. Once again, just transition into something else, mm-hmm. and you you gotta make that move. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's a game of chess, some would say. Yeah, it's annoying that so many things are a game of chess. But yeah, I mean, there was something I did read today that I really loved. I follow this person on Instagram. He's an author. I definitely want to pick up his book. And he talks about relationships. He talks about uh, different things. Here, let me see if I have it here. It's by Young Pueblo. I think that's his name. It's what I sent you today. Okay, <clears throat> so let me just read it here. Okay, this necessarily kind of tied a little bit into what we were talking about, but not fully. So, okay, they ask her, what makes a relationship flourish? She answered, two people who seek to know 
love and heal themselves as individuals will have harmony flow between them as a couple. Control creates tension, but trust gives them space to be their own person and opens the door for vulnerability. Calm communication, clear commandments, and the willingness to support each other's happiness makes the union stronger. And then it goes on here, the next slide. The unpopular truth is that building harmony in a relationship takes time. As soon as both people begin their inner work, it does not immediately make their relationship better because self-awareness does not mature overnight. Holding the counter of your relationship while also having the courage to face the things that you were previously running away may feel quite challenging. The benefit of healing together is that you have someone who you are practicing being vulnerable with. Being able to share your emotional history with each other and building healthy habits together will make your love to deep to new depths. Having your partner also be your healing com- comrade is an incredible gift because you can take turns holding space for each other when letting go is tough and when heavy emotions are passing through you. Together, you can learn to the importance of communication where you are on your emotional boundary. Letting each other know when you feel heavy emotions can prevent unnecessary arguments or illogical blaming. And I think this is the last part. You don't expect each other to be perfect, but you do strive to be honest with each other. You don't expect the healing to be quick, but you do commit to being there for each other when the healing is messy. You don't expect that there should be no more arguments when the healing starts, but you do your best to be, sorry, you do, sorry, you do try your best to appreciate each other's perspectives as a way to understand one another. And I adored that post when I saw it today. (laughs) That's why I think, going back to what we were saying earlier today, that I do believe that there are people out there for you. It's because there's people like that and that's what I look for. And if it's if I'm meeting someone they're not like that, I let them go. Mm. So that's my way of tying the knot right there. What about you, Alex? What are you looking for for somebody? What 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 boxes need to be checked for you in order to take the risk to get to know them? Well, the number one thing is honesty. I think. Mm. I think if you're just not honest and and that branches off into everything, right? Mm. But I think you know. I think the root of a relationship is just being honest. The which, ability to be honest with you and then honest with themselves? Right. What does that look like to you? Well, to me, it's a lot of self-awareness because you have to be honest with yourself if you're really into this person, where you actually see it going. Right. Right. What about um, you, Nat? What does that look like to you? When it comes to honesty? Yeah. Or like what you're looking for in somebody. What is it, like the behavior is the... Integrity. How do you mean? You have to, like describe it. Like what are the what are the things that somebody has to do for you to be like, yeah, that's integrity. Yeah, that's honesty. When yeah, they that's show kindness. up. They show up. They show up when they say they will. They don't make promises. Sorry, when they make promises and don't break them. Not mm-hmm. that I look for promises because those can be so easily broken. Like keeping their word. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, keeping their word. And then. I'd imagine honesty is on it for you. What does what does honesty look like in somebody for you? It ties into integrity, but honesty can also be that when someone's honest with you, it's usually means that they have good intentions for you, mm. and that to me is safe, and that to me is loving, 
it's love it's absolute love and that they have your back and that when they show up and they're talking about things that are maybe hard like vulnerable things them being like them just showing up and being honest regardless how nervous they may be talking about something or whatever it is it is important it absolutely is important so it's how someone shows up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what about you i think uh i said kindness was a big one and the ability for introspection and i think what that looks like is somebody just um those moments where you're like looking at somebody and you're like you can tell this is who they really are and they're not they're not afraid of of living their truth i guess or yeah the behavior is very clearly like your your guard is down and you're clearly this is who you are or even like when you see like when you can tell that that person's in it they don't they're not tiptoeing mm-hmm. because but, when as soon yeah. as i feel the tiptoeing i'm like this is unsteady then for me. Right. How can I trust? I think trust is something that you build over time. Yeah, for sure. And if I feel the tiptoeing, how do I know that it's going in the right direction? And if they're not opening up or they're not communicating or having integrity, how can you build something? Mm. Right. And dating your best friend. I think it's like building that kind of foundation with somebody. And it's that, you can, you know, the I've been in a relationship where it felt like just a relationship and I've been with a relationship or with a guy in a relationship that felt like my best friend too. Mm-hmm. It's that. That's what I also look for. Like creating right. that kind of like friendship type of thing. Because um, that's when things really get beautiful. So that's mm-hmm. what I would say as well as another thing of mine. Well, I think we scratched the surface on mm-hmm. relationships. This is obviously okay. a topic that will be coming back for us mm-hmm. and uh, I know it's a topic that we both definitely have guests in mind that we'd want to bring on and hear their thoughts about so mm-hmm. I mean it was really just a scratch the surface kind of episode just you know around uh, Valentine's Day but we're gonna dive much deeper into this as time goes on yeah. and uh, maybe by the end of it uh, we'll have Natalie convinced that farts are in fact funny okay all right <laughs> <laughs> until the next time take care <laughs>